tis the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, well, not really. That's for Christmas or the holiday season. But tis Valentine's Day. Yay! Um, I don't really do anything for Valentine's Day. I guess I just kind of paint my nails pink and, like, wear pink. But <laughs> anyways, I'm going to be doing a YA romance recommendations episode. So I'm thinking, it depends. I'm thinking of making this like a part one, part two, part three, like series thing. It just depends how many I'm recommending because I feel like I've read a lot of romances. I just don't remember them, which isn't like saying that the novels were bad. It's just that I kind of have bad memory, so I can't remember all of them, but it depends. Maybe I'll make this like part one. If I remember some more, I'll make a part two. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy this because this is basically like my favorite genre, so I'll be very zealous, as one might say, throughout. <laughs> Anywhoosie, let's get started. So to start off this episode with a bang, we have one of my all-time favorite reads, And then the French Kiss by Stephanie Perkins. I have read this recently, but I can... I literally cannot imagine my life without it. It is that good. I know a lot of people don't like it just because it's too cliched for me, but I just started getting into like YA, so I guess that means I have like little to no experience with how much romance there is in the world. So maybe like in 20 years, I'll look back on this and be like, ew, what even is this? But in the meantime, um, we have Anna. She is from... I don't even know Atlanta and she's going to Paris to live her to stay for her senior year in this boarding school and she had her best friend's best friend so she's kind of introduced to this group and she meets Etienne St. Clair and she's basically every YA romance interest ever like he has a British accent he has a messy hair like everything <laughs> okay however but however he has a girlfriend so that kind of problem makes everything more complicated not to mention the her friend who introduced her to Etienne likes him so it's like he has two girls already pining after him and he's and she cannot go after him too because that would just make everything more complicated than it already is so that's the premise of this novel oh honestly like I I don't I don't want to give you like super high expectations that you'll go into it and be super let down. So I feel like you just have to read it and just enjoy it as it happens. Like it's so good. I feel like, so I feel like this is what happens. So you kind of know what's already going to happen. Like you, I don't want to spoil things, but like you kind of know what's going to happen, right? But it's not about what's going to happen. It's about how it happens. It's just like the beauty of the book. It's like, all the first times, like the first time, like they look at each other and they're like, wow, and stuff like that. Anyways, please, 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 please read this book. Even if you don't like it. Well, here's the thing. If you don't like it, don't come to me and say that you don't like it. Because I have a friend. You saw her in the um, one of my other episodes. Both of us will fight you if you come to us and say that you did not like it. But if you do like it, then you can go, come over and join the club. Because <laughs> it's so good. Please, please. Thank you. Next, we have a book that is two of my most favorite genres, and that is, well, that is historical fiction or romance, but the book is Lovely War by Julie Berry. Now, I think the part that caught me most about this was, one, 
that it would that it takes place in World War One. Um, I feel like that's not too common. I think this is the only book about World War One that I've ever read. Most of the others are World War Two. And the second thing is that it is narrated by the Greek gods. So if you've read Percy Jackson or anything like that, then you know what I'm talking about. But it's so interesting because it's narrated by Aphrodite and Ares. And they're talking about how love and war can be so drawn together because Aphrodite and Ares, if you know Greek mythology, are kind of in a relationship. So that's where the title of the book comes from, I guess, Lovely War. And we have two romances in one, another interesting thing. So we have Colette, and her love interest is Aubrey. So he, I think he's like a musician. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a musician. Sorry, I kind of read this a long time ago, but my love for it still stands. And we also have Hazel and James. So he, James, is a soldier. So that that kind of complicates things and where he has to go off to war but he's in love with hazel it's just like a whole thing and uh i don't know how i don't know how to make this book seem more interesting without revealing too much because i feel like this is another book where you kind of have to read it to understand it um uh hum 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 and while there might seem like there's a lot going on it it really, there's not, and it's just, it, everything comes together so wonderfully, and the narrating is wonderful, <sighs> just, oh, I feel like I'm going to be saying that after every book, like, just read it, but honestly, for ev for every single book that I'm going to talk about here, just read it, honestly, the best thing about romances is that you you get to experience something, I don't know, it's just, you watch it as it happens, and it's like, oh, it's so good. Next up, we have Starry Eyes by Jen Bennett. Now, if you listened to my January TBR, you would have known that this was on my, well, I wanted to read this book. And I was so pleasantly surprised. So I know that Jen Bennett is fairly well known for her YA contemporaries, all that good stuff. But I just haven't gotten to her yet. And I'm so glad that I did. So this is a best friends to enemies to lovers romance. So it's a whole thing. Um, we follow Zori and Lennon. And last year, Zori and Lennon were supposed to go to the homecoming dance together. But Lennon stood Zori up. And now they don't talk anymore. So that's kind of the enemies part. However, Zori and Lennon go out on a camping trip together with some other friends. And something happens that makes them have to be in the wilderness alone together that's an oxymoron right there alone together what could go wrong right so they're traveling together trying to get back to civilization and obviously cue some you know secrets and hidden feelings and stuff like that so I really strongly recommend this book I rated it a four out of five just because I don't know I really really liked it but five out of five is only for like my most favorite books but this was pretty high up there like it was, it was, yeah, definitely recommend. And next we have One Day in December by Josie Silver. So this I read in December, obviously, because I'm a seasonal reader and it was set in December during the cozy season. So I was totally for it. And I think for this book, you kind of have to read it when it's 
in the winter time just because I feel like the vibe and the atmosphere in this book is very much set during the winter so if you want to get the full experience that's just what I recommend so we follow Lori and Jack and there's a little bit of a um what is it called a dual perspective going on so one day Lori sees Jack through a bus window but before she can go out and meet him the bus drives away, so they it's very unlikely that they will see each other again. However, Laurie is determined to meet him and find him. And one Christmas party eve, Laurie's best friend has brought a new boyfriend, and that new boyfriend happens to be the man on the bus, Jack. So that is a little complicating. And this actually this book actually takes place over ten years. So that means ten years of friendship, of like awkward moments, heartbreak, missed opportunities. Oh my god, there's in ten years in that tiny little book, there was a lot to cover. And Josie Silver did that so, so well. I just this I gave out a five out of five. Um so that means something. <laughs> and I don't know what else to say. It's just it's really, really great for the wintry season. Next, we have our first Christina Lauren book, and that is The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. Now, Christina Lauren is so very well known for their um, romance books. They make some of the best out there. They pro- they probably probably publish like three a year, and they're all great hits. Everyone loves them. New York Times bestseller. They're amazing. Anyways. The Unhoneymooners follows Olive, and she's attending her sister's wedding when suddenly everyone gets food poisoning except for her and um, her brother-in-law's brother, so her sister's groom's brother, and they really don't like each other, so hint, hint, this is an enemies-to-lovers romance. And since all everyone but them gets food poisoning, the vacation that was supposed to belong to the bride and groom are given to them. So they get to go on this paradise thing. And when she meets her boss on vacation, she tells a teeny little white lie, which is that Ethan is her husband and they are on this paradise as their honeymoon. So that kind of spirals out of control a little bit and they have to play along with this idea of newlyweds. So that is the premise of this novel. And obviously enemies to lovers we're gonna find that slowly over the course of the book they are seemingly falling in love it's so good um I think I gave this a four out of five stars just a quick fun light read um I definitely recommend this during the summer because it's paradise related yeah just a fun little read Speaking of Christina Lauren, next we have Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating, also by Christina Lauren. Now, here we follow Hazel, who's quirky, outgoing, kind of reminds me of the main character of New Girl, if you've seen that TV show. And we also have Josh, who's quite the opposite. He's calm, mellow, that whole vibe. And every time they've encountered each other, it's always something that is you can consider a spectacle. She's thrown up on his shoes. She's sent him an embarrassing email. The list goes on. And 10 years later, they reunite and they become friends. However, they are not more than friends. And they basically set each other up on double blind dates. <laughs> and that's kind of where the title comes in the guide to not dating because they're doing everything possible to not date and 
that means setting each other up with blind dates. Anyways, I feel like Christina Lauren just always creates these fun, fluffy reads that you can just sit down and read in one sitting. It's really amazing. So I don't think this um, has a particular time that you can read. It's, it's honestly so you can read it any time of the year. I rated this a four out of five stars. So basically, it's a perfect Valentine's Day read, in my opinion. So I think we're going to leave it at that. That was six books, I think. So if you're a fan of romance, I hope you enjoy them. They're of all books I've read and I've loved. And I think I will be making a part two where I talk about books, romance books specifically, that I have not read. So to be read. So all in all, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Definitely keep an eye out in the near future for a part two to come out if if I'm feeling not lazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks so much for listening. Love your favorite bookworm. Thank you so much for watching or listening. What?